Let's act like we in the lounge, man. Oh, we got our guys here, man. It's fucking Daniel, man, and fucking <laughs> this silent assassin. I really want to talk to you. That's you two. This quiet shit. We gonna cut this shit out today, man. I know. I know. I know. I know how the quiet ones. I was mm-hmm. once quiet too, until they showed me a contract with all this money to talk, and I started being louder. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the intro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to be a quiet assassin. I know a quiet assassin when I see one. Somebody that's fresh home from Nam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no I know, Jan, I don't know the history of Division. I feel like you guys were so mysterious and mystique for your first three projects. No one really knew who you guys were personally, or if it was two people. Mm. They knew 85 was doing Hotline Bling, and then there was this guy, Daniel, who was just an assassin in the club. Who was just crooning to all the uh, <laughs> unsuspecting ladies. They know they were getting crooned to. Yeah, morning after, September yeah. 18th. What is September, uh, September 18th? September 5th. 5th, I'm sorry. 5th. September 18th um, is some date I think that you that, made yeah. up. September 5th is the name, actually, it's the day that he made a beat, right? So you named it the, the yeah. day you made the beat, right? So he made a beat, and that was the first beat that I said, look, I don't care who calls. I don't care if Drake calls. I don't care who it is. I'm keeping this. Mm. And so essentially that became the first actual Division record okay. that we mm. actually made. Because he was already my producer. So the history is we met through music. Became really. Uh, what year was this? Really close. Uh, I don't know. Two thousands, early two thousands, late two thousands. No, not, not the, late. That maybe we late two thousands. We became like division. Oh no, it became division right before you guys heard us. Okay. So, oh, wow. but, but we met. Yeah, we we met years before. Years before that. So, um, we were already working. He. Uh, you know, he got on before before I did. He, like you just said, Hotline Bling, Hold On, We're Going Home, One Dance. Actually, One Dance came later. One Dance um, came just after free, Division came for out. For free, uh, Too Much, mm. all these records. He 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 kind of got on. I was still in Toronto feeling like every nigga around me is popping off. Mm-hmm. I guess this shit wasn't meant to happen for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let it, I kind of just was in a space where I was like, I was at my... I was at my what I thought was like my my cliff of my my end. I was like, yo, like you know, I'll, I'll let you go. Maybe part of my job was just you know helping you get to where you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one that kind of just said, "Listen, those records that we were working on, let's put them out." And I was like, "Whatever," <laughs> you know. And he was like, "Yo, I'm telling you, this is something like, bro, you're uploading this shit to SoundCloud, like." Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, what do you, what do you really think is going to happen? Talk about talk about that moment when you felt like in, in seeing your peers and friends and everybody's career kind of elevating and moving and, you know, upwards and you kind of being, I guess, stagnant and no motion, no movement. Like what was some of the, the things besides 85 saying, nah, listen, we're putting these these records out that we did. Like what were some things that you pulled from to say, you know what, I got to keep going? I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, it wasn't that I really pulled at anything. It was him saying, we're dropping this and prepare for your life to change. And I just said, okay, cool. Let me put it on SoundCloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was, 
we I was living a completely different life at that time, you mm-hmm. know, like I was I was definitely mentally in a space where I cuz and this is mind you this is the this is the the first big surge of Toronto music, right? Mm-hmm. So people that I knew whether that's Boy Wonder, T minus mm-hmm. um 85 now who was right next to me um other artists it, it was just like p- shit was happening yeah mm-hmm. and the, it's crazy because in the city they knew me already i was already on toronto radio i was like a guy at that time mm-hmm. and, and i kind of stopped by daniel at that just time? going by daniel daily but mm-hmm. my beats were done by 1985 yeah. mm-hmm. so we just never called it anything mm-hmm. um so we already had this kind of reputation in the city like nah like that's he's one of them ones and just mm-hmm. stuff just wasn't happening okay and so i stepped back i started trying to write records we were trying to write records and i was trying to get them placed and you know i didn't I, even that I, the you know a few things worked but not a lot of it worked and really that kind of played on my psyche because mm-hmm. i was like maybe i'm not that good mm-hmm. well the toronto sound was very monotone at that time and i don't mean that in a bad way it's it's changed music for the better i feel like but singing singing wasn't really a thing in that sound did you try to maybe bring it down a bit and no to be honest at that time because i was writing records for people i was trying to do what i thought they were doing yeah so i was making records that i'm like oh usher's gonna kill this oh Mm -hmm. trey songs oh he Mm gone you know what i mean um that that's where i was and then you know um it just hit a place where I guess it just took longer than I thought, but you know, everything in God's timing. Right. And um, he kind of was the, the, the push to be like, look, we're going to put this out. Shit's going to change. And after it did, it was, yeah. So it's interesting now. So now that I know that story, Mm -hmm. I understand like 85's energy. Like your, your role in this is you don't seem like you get rattled. You don't seem like you worry. You don't seem like... I've just seen too much. I've right. seen too much. I've been through too much. So, I th- honestly, I think one of the first times we had a conversation where I was just like, yo, this is going to work. I was in Vegas for Drake's birthday. And <laughs> I took a nap, woke up. You would take a nap in Vegas for Drake's birthday. (laughs) Of course, it was Vegas. We were were going high. So (laughs) I took a nap. I woke up and some song lyrics hit me. And they were the lyrics that became the hook of In Too Deep. Okay. So I literally record a voice note on my phone. Classic record. I send it to him. He's like, yo, what is this? And I called him. I'm like, yo, I don't know why, but something's telling me I got to tell you we're about to be huge. Mm. He's like, bro, what does that even mean? I'm Mm. like, I. I'm like, yo, I I don't know what I'm saying right now, but I, I know why I'm saying it. Dang, I know like there's... He, he in Vegas, he on Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a vegan weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a vegan weekend. Meanwhile, 85 yeah. is taking a nap and just like creative genius <laughs> lyrics are just coming to him on yeah, the wake and, up. And, like, and mind you, this is, this is, this is, at this point, this is my super successful platinum rec- friend. Right. I'm in... Trenches, Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I'm like, yo, my nigga. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that, right. that sounds like, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're in Vegas like, for Drake's birthday. Oh, crazy. I hear you, but the ops yeah. is spinning That's right there. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we lit. We about to be up. He's like, yo, go back to the party. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm at the Scarborough Mall food court. <laughs> I'm at the Eaton Center holding it down. Pax is moving. Pax is moving right there. So you take a nap. 
Um, and these lyrics come to you, and then you're you have to tell Daniel's like basically like you didn't know what it was. He just sent you some voice note. Yeah, and you're like, all right, what the fuck is like, yo? Figure this. I think this could be a dope hook. Figure out the verses. Yeah, do whatever. <laughs> right. I'm like, my, my work is you done. Got this. Don't yeah, worry. My work is done. Yeah. my head in too deep. We're gonna run that. Right. He's like, what does that even mean? I was like, no, like we're gonna be big. Like we're gonna. This is gonna change the course of R and B in some way. He's like, yo, you're talking crazy right now. I'm like, no, 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 for real. Like I, I just have a. A feeling, I think, mm-hmm. you know, like I think my feelings have been pretty right, you mm-hmm. know, musically, some of my feelings have changed the course of, you know, absolutely for sure, right? So, when I'm saying it, it, it was never from a place of like arrogance or anything, it was more just like, yo, if nobody else tells you this, I gotta tell you this because I know what's there, mm-hmm. you know, I know what we have, and I can see where this is gonna go, and I can see the void that needs to be filled. Mm-hmm. You just gotta do you though, like, right. you can't. You know, because at that time, I I guess I could kind of feel that Daniel's energy was a bit lower. You know, mm-hmm. I could tell that he wasn't. And it's tough. You know, like, I understand, like, mm-hmm. you watching your mans, like, yeah, travel the world and yeah. do all these other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be like, yo, don't worry, baby. We good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't realize those, like, tiny little steps that keep you moving and keep you actually positive. And when 100%. you don't get those little ones, you just get lower and lower and lower. Mm-hmm. Like paying attention to like, oh shit, 85 just got this placement. Yeah. I have an opportunity now to write. Mm-hmm. If you don't look at that as a little step that could possibly work, you could just end up being fucking depressed. For like sure. I mm-hmm. can't even get a little I, win over I here. I had the same thing. <laughs> I think we've all, I think we've all had that shit. <laughs> When Boy Wonder and as he's saying, Minus and 40 and all like my closest friends in the music industry yeah. were the biggest producers in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was riding my bike to the studio. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm also like a year removed from that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I get it and I can see where he's going. So I, I always felt like it was my job to make sure he knew like what he was working with. He knew how incredible this was going to be mm-hmm. if you don't see it right now just yo just please just stay on that path and right. it's, it's interesting with that vision of, of having so much success finally with hotline bling and just hold on we're going home which is clearly in the pop realm to tell your mans that's not on yet like no we stay in full r&b fuck this because mm-hmm. a lot of producers be like all right i caught my break over here i'm now a pop producer yeah <laughs> like i'm not going back to my roots this is just what i do now Toronto has always been a, a a city with a lot of talent, a lot of culture. Um, I spent a lot of time in Toronto growing up. The importance of to me of the Cardinal officials, the Glenn Lewis's, Tamias, uh, Nelly Furtado, Keisha Shante, Keisha Shante. Like, there's a nice group of talent that has had success. Obviously, Drake is the guy that knock I say the border down for you know Toronto talent um where does the vision fit in that fabric of Toronto artists creatives um that's a great question I don't even know if we're the ones that are supposed to answer that yeah. um I feel like that's more of a a fan question and a legacy question hopefully when we're done this mm-hmm. um but one thing that I do know is There is no R&B males that have come in and had the traditional R&B element to them mm-hmm. that's, that's 
achieved what we've achieved that's has the fan base that we have mm-hmm. that and and one big thing with us it has the story that we have in the sense of like we really came up through the toronto music scene mm-hmm. um tory i don't want to forget tory yeah but for example tory he was in the states okay already tory was in queens chilling Okay. He was already gone. He was in he he signed he signed with with Sean Kingston earlier. Yep. He was you know he was in Miami. He was moving around. He okay. left very early. Mm-hmm. Um, party even party when he came when he got on. You know he was he was straight in the states. Mm-hmm. We were guys that were like in the Toronto scene, built up in there in the same time frame, and then um, you know we were. You know, I guess we're kind of a success story to to, to some, mm-hmm. um, but to know that there's people like Deborah Cox or or Deborah to Cox, me, you know, all wow. the, that reach out to, I'm like, yo, listen, mm-hmm. what you doing? Like, oh my god, and mm-hmm. like that to me is our achievement. Okay, that those are the vocalists and yeah. those are the people that I would like growing up. I'm like, holy, mm-hmm. this girl is, you know, she mm-hmm. sing with the best of them, right? You know, so for her to be like, hey. You know, I'm looking for a music director and I, I didn't know who to ask, so I came to you because mm-hmm. I love your stuff. Like, I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> you right. you damn it. Me. Right. Well, I'm like, okay, this me. I like that people are are noticing the, the the art and the what what we've put into our passion, I guess. So September 5th, the album 2016. What has life been like since then? Both creatively, personally, um, you know, just the trajectory of division. What has changed since we spent so much time on the road? We did, we did our first tour, went on the road with Drake and Future. Did our Must second have been a terrible tour. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, our, did our second uh, tour? Talk about labor. Yeah. Did a festival run. Went on the road with Miguel. By the time it was all said and done, we toured for like four and a half years straight. Wow. Like literally just like a couple months in between here and there. But mm-hmm. like we've we've touched a lot of stages. Mm-hmm. I, I think because of that, we've always tried to make the live show so much more of an experience as mm-hmm. opposed to certain people, the live show is the afterthought. Mm-hmm. I think even the way we started making our music changed and the way we start to interact with fans changed based on seeing how personal it becomes mm-hmm. you know i'm not even the guy on the stage and i see how personal it becomes so i can only imagine for him that is almost kind of like the payoff right you, you do all of these things to then actually see the reaction it's one thing to put songs on a, a streaming platform or yeah. the radio or hitting whatever. the stage is totally different mm. but when people, you out when you totally out there different. yeah Oh, I'm sure Daniel thing. gets really personal with the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen, man, he's a man of the people. You know, you got to get out there and touch the people. And a man of the cloth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just quickly, so we could we could wrap up the history part of everything. Uh, after that, call in Vegas. How did the division package get put together to then pitch it to OVO, Drake, Forty, we whoever didn't pitch it was? Anything? They didn't get pitched. Nothing hmm. got pitched. We were already we were both signed to Forty as writers, like okay. writers and producers. Oh, okay. This is before any division thought okay so when we did kind of go to him we were like yo this is what we're thinking of putting together as an album what do you suggest and he goes yo i'm gonna be real with you i think you guys should 
do whatever you feel is necessary to do and talk to all the labels, all the execs, do whatever. But if you want to do this at home, he's like, the door is open. Mm -hmm. We can have that conversation too. But I'm not going to tell you that's what you should do. Okay. And that. Yeah, it was very, it was very open. Solid because advice. at that time, because of, you know, him uploading the stuff to SoundCloud and being like, whatever, let's, let, let's go. What happened on the internet with us was, was crazy. Um, especially about, you know, them trying to figure out who Division was, who mm. is it, what does it look like? What is, it, is it, is it, is it him? Is he, does he sing now? You know, yeah. all that stuff like that. I remember that. Remember. that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that turned into literally every single label in the game in our, in our emails. Mm. So we didn't even open them. Mm. We just literally left it there and we're like, okay, cool. We know who's in there. 40, what should we do? And 40 is like, look, I'll ride with you and we can go to whatever label you want to go to. Or if you want to stay here and rock with the home team, you can stay here. And being as he was the only guy that we knew in the business that we trusted already because we knew him mm -hmm. from before, mm -hmm. we're like, well, we're going to fuck with the, the nigga that we know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how we ended up there. It wasn't a pitch. It wasn't anything. The only thing that he came really told us was, yo, when you know Drake started coming to me and saying his girls are asking him about division and stuff like that, little things like that. But mm -hmm. Yeah, Drake didn't even know. I Drake was didn't producing. know who we were. Drake was like, yo, going to 40, who are these division the guys? I mean, like, that's, why, that's why women are the best A&Rs. Yeah, and I, I <laughs> that's, never, that's usually how men find out about new music. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I've had three girls that. tell me about this, yeah. this That's group. how I found out about, about uh, Gunna. It was definitely like a girl being like, yo, there's this rapper and telling you he's the next wave. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, probably her. You hating? That's because we're just. We'll just take what women tell us and <laughs> yeah. just like, all right, like we'll try it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. What's so trash is it's the complete opposite with podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> only your man's put you onto a podcast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that's true. No women, girl is like, put have you, you, on have you heard this pod? Yeah, women, women put you on the podcast when they're trying to like change the person. You're trying to heal you. Yeah, maybe you should yeah. listen to this. This is a great like financial podcast. Episode. Like you should listen to him. <laughs> you learn how to save with your progress. Yeah, like oh, a health podcast. Like yo, you need to change you your need diet. To lose weight. Exactly. <laughs> like when they're trying to change the guy. That's when women give us a um, podcast. I want to ask since you guys said you you were both signed to Forty as writers. Does the rumor of the OVO sweatshop, is that true? No. Because that was a big thing on the internet for a very yeah, long do you, time. Do you guys remember where that started? Wait, uh, Drake, don't tell me Drake got Mexicans working in the studio. Man. No, that started because oh, okay. people were talking about how they were they were working just night after night all all through the night. Like and musicians. Like, we're just sleeping. Yeah, like musicians oh, don't do. That's, what, that's, that's, well, that's where this no, came from. I think from. it was around the uh, just hold on, we're coming home shit. Because that's when Majid yeah. Jordan got introduced. And then, and that, yeah, it was you know, the, when well, everyone tries the, to discredit no, Drake, no, they're no, like, this was a Majid shit. No, and they was what, in the sweatshop. And Drake came in and said, give me that. What happened is he was explaining that people were sleeping in the studio. Because 40 and a couple guys, they were just there so much. He brought a little blow up like bed. Okay. Yeah. And we'd just take a nap and then jump back into it. They took that out of the context and were like, oh, Drake's not letting people go home. Like, it was never. <laughs> oh, okay. I see how that's yeah, where it started. Well, that turned it into so everyone's just working at this camp and Drake is stealing all their good records. Yeah, no. no. Much, I'm just much, telling you what the internet said. No, how, no, much, no. How, much, how, much, how, much, how much animosity and envy did you have when Drake got Hotline Bling from your producer? Oh, my God. To be honest, I'll, I'll be honest. First, listen to Hotline Bling. I was like, okay. Did you hear before Drake got it? No. Okay. No, no. For, um, I, I heard, what I was jealous of was too much. Mm, okay. Don't think about it yeah. too much. I was like, oh my God, I love yeah, this beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I heard I you heard, said you, you think you could out sing Sanfo on that? Out sing Sanfo? Yeah, on too much. Nah, man, Sanfo, you the guy, man. All right, no, I was trying <laughs> trying to start some R&B. Trying, I know, yeah, I know, I know. I know. I'm gonna give you some later on. I know, <laughs> sure. No, but um, um, hold on, we're going home. When I heard that, that was an instantaneous first listen. I was like, oh my God, mm. this is going to be the biggest song in the world mm. off the of first listening. Hotline Bling, my first listen, I was like, ah, that's cool. Well, it was, second it was listening, a Lucy that went on SoundCloud. That's what I'm saying, it was a Lucy. With like my two other Lucy's. My second listen though, I was like, oh my God. Holy shit. Didn't he put out Hotline Bling around the meat beef? Yes, it was I remember yeah. coupled with a okay, meat dish. I, I remember that. I was like, and like one charged, up, is charged up and God said, yo, this Hotline yeah. Bling record is fucking crazy. Like, y'all not paying enough attention yeah, to it, this. He put it out with a little three-pack. And, and what yeah. was uh, the controversy around the the drum uh, other records? If I, I'm trying to remember that time in the internet. Apparently, of the OVO sweatshops and the song have been copy from his song mm. but then i was just like the samples are different everybody in in the world that is listening to trap probably thinks all trap songs that's have fair the extreme same drums. similarities mm. so if it's taken from two different places it's like cool it's like similar vibes but it wasn't you know there's no malicious intent yeah mm. but you know once a story gets out there just like spirals and then yeah, you Twitter, guys don't Twitter's talk. That's why I'm just trying to ask things from 2016. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter's not real, guys. <laughs> Twitter, yeah, the, but but real. it's just it's 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 not real. But it's it's amazing the the place that it has in the culture. The, For sure, like the place that like Twitter's the place where so many conversations, so many uh, stories, rumors get pushed like just throughout the culture, and it's like. Now that we get to tell them, like, nah, that's not what happened. Like, this is what it was. Yeah, yeah. We just was in the studio. Where, and it's like, oh, that's regular shit. Like, regular shit. in fact, Drake was a good guy for getting blowout matches, <laughs> blowout mattresses. Like, because usually it's like, yo, lay down wherever you see a spot at. Like, and it is what it is. Plus, yeah. you have to remember, like, 40 and all, all the people there, they're, they're literally that dedicated to a project where they're like, I'm not going home till it's finished. Yeah. I don't want to go home. Yeah. You know, so... If there's no beds in the studio, fuck, get, bring, bring a mattress. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was that. So it, it is what it is. It's just, you know, the internet's going to internet. Well, Absolutely. I think that's probably a good segue into the recent two weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Of the internet, internet Did you say Twitter's not a real place because of some of the recent backlash of what's been going on with the no, record? No, no. Twitter's not a real place. I say that because I've seen so many things on Twitter that we're not real. That just—it's <laughs> just like where does where does this come from? Where, where does right. this stuff come from? And then you you trace it back. And the, the crazy thing about Twitter, what I will say in in reference to the recent uh, outrage, which we're gonna get into. Um, the reason why I say it's not a real place is because I, I, I I've read some of the things, mm. and then in two days that same account is saying the opposite. Mm. Oh, of course. It turns from how could you to nah this shit this to I ain't gonna lie it's a bop <laughs> and I'm yeah, like yeah. okay come on what yeah. are, what are we doing which is just whoever thinks whatever they can say will get liked or retweeted more it's because people you know people don't understand just human nature yes you hear something you may not like it at first but you live with it feelings change opinions change but because you already put it out there when you first heard it and then your reaction. Now it's like a week later, you're like, nah, this is all right. But now it's like, yo, but you just killed the record. <laughs> well, you have the your ability. Tweets, we scroll back a week ago, you was killing this record. You have the ability to say your first thought 
to everybody. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's set in stone. Absolutely. That's and that's what it is. It's set in stone. We've seen it. We read it. We can't unread it. But now it's like, okay, we get it. Now you've finally turned the corner and you like the record. Well, I feel like I have to be the moderator for this because I was the only one not involved uh in if I get caught cheating. What do you uh, mean the story is about you? <laughs> I <laughs> oh, look at that. Look, look, look you what, saw how he started. He got flustered. Look at all the blood look, rush from his face now. Look. That's my natural complexion. <laughs> um first of all, that was the that was the, the Twitter said that and that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stealing your well, answer. Now nah, nah, Twitter ain't a real Now Twitter's not a Social yeah, not media a real is now. full of shit. Yeah. Um since I was the only person at this table not involved with the record or the video, I feel like I have to ask the questions. About the video? The entire thing. Because okay. it, it stirred up. And, and shout out to LVRN for creating such a commotion before the record came out with the rollout. Great job. Um, mm. I feel like something's derived from my rollout, but it's cool. Um, ah. It's fine. Justice, you, you're allowing it? <laughs> that's, 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 that's the white privilege. Uber yeah, you just letting them talk crazy. Justice, they steal from my culture. Then they say, hey, you took my dick. Like, no, y'all stole the R&B culture. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I get, I get it. They invented yeah, grab rock a bunch of people, talk about the record. Roll, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. I was the first one to ever do that. They yeah. invented rock um, and roll, <laughs> I was the first person to put someone on camera to talk about a record. Absolutely. Um, so you guys do the rollout. Cause a lot of commotion. Every single Instagram account pulls it up and then the record drops with more on the video and it was the most split decision i've ever seen on a record in my yeah. entire life which is which is what i think in a weird way it, division is about yeah i think it's I'll weird look, your I'll name is division i think y'all try to like divide because that is going to keep the code that's what you want like what what are the women saying what are the fellas saying uh, you know okay i'll let you finish I, I, i'm gonna say something afterwards i mean just from my point of view when that commotion happened and people were asking me like, oh, I mean, I'm not really feeling the record. Like, why would they do all that shit around that record? I'm like, I'm gonna tell isn't you what that the point of a rollout? Right. <laughs> Which is why it was great. But I'm going to tell you what it was in looking at it. The promo clip, the JD texting Hove about the sample, mm. people were expecting an entirely different sample from Jay. They weren't just expecting the bar, the line. Mm-hmm. They was expecting like a whole thing. They were expecting the song cry beat to come exactly. in. Exactly. Me to be pouring my heart exactly. out. Exactly. I think that's what they were expecting, R&B. which yeah. is like, okay. But no, you you went the more blues route with the three count. That is like, it's it's easy on the air. You, you catch it as soon as you hear it. Mm-hmm. And it made people like, like, whoa. And now they listen, like if you get caught cheating, like, that don't mean you don't love me. Like, what, what, what you mean? What, what you That's exactly about? what it means. It means and they're hearing, me. and because that clip, right? That clip is a gang of regular ass niggas singing. Right. So they're like, Division, what? You, you, know, you usually sound like right. an, an angel, and yeah. now you sound like this. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's the, you, you, you're not getting the song context. But again, purposeful things count justice in LVRN, because I, I fought him about that clip. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, why don't we give him. A little bit more the you know the early spots so just so they can get the song context before it, it hits great. there. I think it was great. He's like, nah, hit him with this because that hook is the catchiest thing in 2022. Mm-hmm. It is going to catch everybody, and on top of that, it is going to shock people mm-hmm. because they're going to have to say something mm-hmm. and start the conversation. So and I, start this conversation. I will ask: Was the purpose of it for everyone to like it? Because how music is put out now, you have to start a conversation. I know we're saying social media not real, but. Mm-hmm. As far as promotion, it, it very much is. To put out music now to start a buzz, the best way is a split decision. Mm-hmm. I feel like those certain records that you want to start a project out with can't be the unanimous, this is the one that everyone's going to go to. Mm-hmm. 
because the internet is fueled so much on debate and dislike, that's the way things spread. Yeah. So was that intentional to make a record that was probably outside of the traditional division sound and with the context? It was intentional to be outside of the exact things we've done, Mm -hmm. but the context and even just the thought going into it is very similar to it. We've always been- I know that, you know, but taking, so, sometimes when things are sung beautifully, people don't pay attention to the writing and it may sound were, like a very beautiful exactly. thing. It's like, no, this is a really fucked up what guy. I, what, yeah. I'll say, what I'll say, what I'll say, what I'll say is, what I will say is definitely wasn't the thought going into the record, but mm. definitely the thought going into let's put this out first. Yeah. Mm. Because even what you're saying about like the focus group with the rollout, that didn't come from us having an idea for a rollout mm-hmm. that came from what was actually happening in real life in that studio. Right. I mean, yeah. You've walked into that studio oh, before, for sure. right? So what we used to, we were piling people in the rooms and playing records. We used to do that. Mm-hmm. Me and JD, we go to the club, go to magic, go to here, go wherever, bring people 85 there. Let's bring these people. Oh, bow out here. Tell bow to bring these girls, mm-hmm. come to the studio, pile them in. We're going to play stuff. Mm-hmm. Just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And every time we played that record, the room would burst into argument. Mm-hmm. Every single time we'd come back in half an hour, like, the room is still matches. arguing. Yeah. We would leave and like, them and be like, right, "What is we'll happening?" Start the fight and we'll, we'll, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've <laughs> never five minutes later yeah. still. Yeah, we've yeah. never seen that with an R and B record. Mm. We've never seen that with a record that almost men unanimously. I've never seen it with, with any it. record. Mm-hmm. We've never seen that. Yeah, we've ne- I don't think I've seen that. Right, where it forces you to have to like take a stance. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, cool. We thought we just went in here and said some really honest shit. Mm-hmm. But it's having this reaction. I get what. Okay, I get it. Now that I'm hearing the perspective, I get what you guys are hearing versus what I'm actually saying. Right. And that's another thing. I'm gonna break that down in a second. But mm. that alone made us say, you know what? This is a great place for us to start the story of the album because this particular place, you know, mainly deals with, you know, the ego, and it mainly deals with, uh, you know, something that's gonna cause a converse, cause people to have to talk mm-hmm. about some real things that they're not used to talking about. Well, then let me ask as actual, by the way, musicians for first records in 2022, what's more important replay value or conversation? Um, both. I think both. Well, of course both, but let's, I think if if I had, you have to pick one. I think if I had to pick a song that people played a million times versus people talked about a million times, I mean, I guess, I guess the plays because the plays is what pay, pays you at the end of the day. It gets you in the algorithms. But, but, I, but, think the, but I think conversations incite more plays. Mm. Yeah. Because now we have a conversation. So now I got to go back here and I, now I got to debate it. Now mm. I got to tell somebody else this. And that's what creates this spiral. Mm-hmm. Like this record is already playing on radio station. We haven't even sent it to the radio yet. Today mm-hmm. is actually the, the, the day. Like, oh, wow. It, it goes straight. Congrats. Right. So it's already been playing it's already been in certain people's countdowns already and we're mm-hmm. like we haven't we haven't even sent it yet right you know when that i know that's because of the conversation and also obviously the hook is super catchy but mm-hmm. sure aside from that shout i know it's a conversation yeah shut up from off and making up <laughs> singing on that hook. thank you i appreciate it <laughs> but yeah um sorry what were you where were you at with this um i think also what started the conversation goodbye justice yeah let me um i also think the timing of it when it came out with Brent's album just dropping and everyone around Brent, the conversation is always toxic, toxic, toxic. He's toxic. And now R&B, I feel like, which I don't feel like, it's a fact, is very much 
toxic than it is love. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the feedback was, all right, we've known Division to make real R&B traditional shit. And again, they don't really read the lyrics. They just, it feels like real R&B love shit. Mm -hmm. I think people were like, how far are we going to go with this toxic shit? Is R&B ever going to come back to actual love? But R&B has always been a little toxic. Been, yeah. Yeah. You've it's, always it's, had it's the, rhythm and blues. Blues, I think, is a toxic thing. Like when you really think about it. Well, the I think the psychology of it, if you get into it, yes, there's love songs that we deem this is a love R&B yeah. song can be very toxic, but mm -hmm. it feels like love. It feels like something you play around your partner when you guys are in love, not beefing. Mm -hmm. R&B now, for the most part, is just straight toxic from the women's side and the man's side. Yeah. Which has, we've even seen, went over into the female rap side. Mm -hmm. Everything is toxic, what the chicks are saying, and the dudes are replying with just toxic shit as well. Right. Is R&B in a place where it can come back to love? And is that something you guys focused on at all? I think- Or felt like you contributed to the toxic side and just leaned into it with the first record? I think this record is a great example of people will pay attention to what they want to pay attention to. And a mm -hmm. lot of times- sure that's the more negative stuff. Mm. There's a lot of great positive R&B out there. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of smooth stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of... Other people drop the day that we drop. Yeah, there's a lot of real central yeah. R&B happening. Yeah. I think Neo dropped the same. A lot of people dropped the yeah, day there's, drop. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's so much out there, but there's no reason for people to have the conversation about that. Mm -hmm. Why? You know? Mm -hmm. what, like, why are we... We know that part. Yeah, we, get like, love. We, we know what love is. We, yeah, that. we like, get that, yeah. So we didn't do it with that intention, but we knew the way people were reacting, the reaction is going to be different than the other songs we've had that are fully love songs. You know, this we've been one of the truest to out. that form, mm -hmm. I would yeah. say, in the past five years. Of this new generation, I don't think it's debatable that Division has been probably the truest, if not, if not, if not one of the truest, the absolute truest to that traditional sound, feeling, and aesthetic of the r&b and the love song and the get your girl back the heartbreak and the, that's been our for sure our thing right so the fact that this record alone is the most talked about one song we've ever had mm -hmm. says something it about the fans says something about you guys more than <laughs> it says something about us right right, right? Yeah. so what i will say is this um i don't think the record is toxic and i've been saying this from dump jump I think the record is honest. And the reason, the, the difference that I have with that is toxic to me sounds like I'm going to say a bunch of things that have no, they almost have no, it's almost like I'm going to go out of my way to try to incite something negative or something that's going to bring out of you um, a pettiness or like a a, a deviousness, mm -hmm. right. or just to prove I'm a slime ball, right? Right. This song, it's all based in insecurity. This song, right. this song, when I heard first up, we walk in the studio, Jermaine starts singing this, literally on the door open. You've been in the studio, you know the mm -hmm. first door, first door, boom. He's going, I get caught cheating. I don't mean I don't love you. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Yeah, that should have been on Confessions 1. As soon as he said that, <laughs> as soon as he said that, I was like, oh my God, what is that? What is, what is that? Like, I want to say that mm -hmm. because I've felt that before. Right. 
as a man that has done some wrong things yeah, every man while right. being in love, yeah. mm-hmm. I related to that, right? Mm-hmm. My cheating had nothing to do with our love. I get it. Yeah, that, that, because that's how I wired it in just my brain. Trying to fuck. I just went out and did some dumbass, selfish fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I've hurt the person or maybe she doesn't know, but either way, it didn't mean I, I stopped loving you. I stopped loving you the moment I did it. Right. Right. So I thought that was an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. So, but what I actually sat down and wrote about wasn't even that. What I sat down and wrote about was being in a relationship with someone that thinks you might be cheating on them. Oh, I thought you were about to say that thinks you love them. I was about yeah. to say that. No, 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 no. That's oh, fucking crazy. That's what I was about to say. No, that she thought you, I loved her. That <laughs> thinks also, you might be cheating on them. Also reality, though. <laughs> <laughs> they God damn. So I'm writing this like, yo, everything that attracted you to me has now turned into your insecurities in this relationship. Hmm. Sure, which happens. That's why I, that's when I said, I'm a fly nigga when you got here charismatic when you got here some people heard that and they thought oh i was fly as charismatic so you know i'm gonna be out here with these hoes mm-hmm. but it's like no it was i was all these things and that's why i say um and now you got my phone in your hands questions not again why do we do this mm-hmm. really the truth is because i'm trying to say look hey you liked me because mm-hmm. i dress well i look good i can yeah other girls I'm a were funny guy to i'm yeah. cool to be around well blah 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 we all know women love you for your characteristics and then once you're in a relationship no one else is allowed to love and you that's, if that's I make you laugh if I'm really funny about. and all that you laughed at all my jokes yeah. now I'm not funny exactly. no more exactly yeah. why you why gotta be so funny oh, what? so funny. now you're going out you're going yeah, now you think you're funny oh like, you wanna <laughs> be on the people's faces yeah, no you yeah, knew yeah. that I did I'm a party promoter I'm right. a you yeah. know I'm an artist these yeah. are fans yeah so that's what I'm writing the song from the perspective of and then I'm like why do we do this really the truth is because I'm like hey listen I'm, nothing is going on first and foremost. But even if it was, if the mm-hmm. hypothetical, right. if I was doing this, don't think for a second that that meant that all of a sudden I fell out of love with you and did that. Right. Like you're looking for stuff to do what? To upset yourself or to leave? Mm. Because if you're looking for stuff, you're digging through phones, you're checking mm-hmm. the laptops, you, are you looking for a reason to leave? So mm-hmm. if the answer is yes, why do you want to leave here mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship with someone that actually loves you mm-hmm. and actually whatever but yeah i might do some i might have fucked up if if i went and did that mm-hmm. but that wasn't because i didn't love you like my 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 theory on cheating is it's more of an ego thing than it is sure. a, a, a love thing more of an emotional thing mm-hmm. people do that when they want to stroke their own ego mm-hmm. people do that when they don't give care enough about the person's ego that they're dealing with right. people do that when they are having a moment of self-indulgence a moment of selfishness and they're just like I'm doing this for me. That's why every guy can understand why certain guys, even though they might have a high profile woman or a beautiful woman, a person that the world looks at as beautiful, steps out and 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 the the guy cheats. Every guy knows exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the girl. No. Right. Every girl's like, how could you cheat on her? Right. We're right. like, it had nothing to do with She's so beautiful. She's so gorgeous. amazing. She has the bag. Yeah. She's yeah, this, yeah, she's yeah, that. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, yo, it, it has nothing to do with her in a lot of in a lot of male minds commonly is what you hear. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, women, some of them do the same thing. Sure. Some of them, uh, more commonly we hear women do Wait, that women when they cheat. When they cheat. <laughs> 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 women they, are we, perfect. We hear more angels. Why you take it ahead of the They would never, <laughs> women would never cheat. But yeah, they, they uh, we, we hear more about them that they, they, they emotionally check out. 
yeah. before they do. It's, there's some void. There's some lack of something here. Yeah. So I went out and did and and did this. When but women some cheat, of them don't. it gets blamed on men. And yeah. when or men cheat, it gets blamed about. on men. Or doesn't yeah. get talked. Or doesn't it's get just, caught. Doesn't get yeah. talked about. They don't. Doesn't get caught. But, yeah. Yeah. but if they do get caught, or even talking with their homegirls, I did it because he it's made he me this. lack more this, commonly all that. is that we hear. Yes. Mind you, but there is girls that. Oh, just want some dick. Just want to do sure. some random shit too. Which oh. I could respect more than trying to be like, oh, uh, you just didn't do enough. I don't respect those heathens. <laughs> Why? Women just want dick. Get get away from me. I'll take that Why? over the bullshit of just like, Why? oh, you just weren't that's doing enough though. at home. No, that is You're real. You're probably that guy. Wait, all right. I'm, uh, that's I'm why lost. you cast him in the video. What you talking about? <laughs> wait, I'm just—he just. He just goes, I thought you was my man. That's why the casting director was amazing. Said, wait, I'm lost. I'm, yeah, I'm I, wait, wait. wait no, I, okay, so my thing is, so let's 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 talk about it from the woman's perspective, right? As four men. Yeah. As four men, let's talk about it from the woman's perspective. Of course. Uh, so if your girl cheats, if your girl gets caught cheating, right? Do you forgive her and do you stay? Are you asking Daniel? I'm asking Daniel. Um, me, what I've realized about where I'm at right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, because, yo, whenever niggas realize where they at in life, because I have to think about this. Listen, hey. I'm with Daniel already. I know where you're going. Yo, I feel the nah, same way. All right, sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Where you at in your life right where now? Where I'm D? at yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know how I'm going to enter a relationship. Okay. With, with hoes. <laughs> with the heathens I know how I'm gonna enter a relationship yeah I wouldn't have that in my current parameters that's something that's, that's okay did you just say in your current parameters yeah. yeah his boundaries no because I've done that no okay what I can First say what I, what I can say, say parameters, <laughs> what I can say is I've done that. that I've done that you've done what I've been in a relationship where I was 90 something percent sure this girl cheated on my mind you we went on a break okay some shifty shit happened. Nah, I, don't, I don't the breaks blah, don't blah, count but yeah that, but you still I, cheating but, on me but on in break. my mind yeah, that's a fact. in my mind the break happened because you probably already were okay okay shit, right? all right all right so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where my head was yeah and no i didn't go back immediately but i left the space open for her to like let me see let me see how hard you go okay yeah okay right? yeah I've also been the guy where it's like you cheat on me. Fuck, get the. Are you are you out of your mind? Right, right. Are you? Are you, you think I'm gonna stay with? I've right. been on both sides of the fence. Okay. So where I'm at right now, I'm like, listen, I want a situation where me and the person that I'm with, we can set our like, okay, look, what's okay, what's not okay, what can you accept, what can you not accept, all that stuff, and mm-hmm. let's just iron out our own situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if in that you violate, no, I'm not gonna stay personal. What if? What if you're getting to know? A certain someone, mm-hmm. you know that you're not completely exclusive to her. Yeah, and she tells you that she has other things happening. Are but, you, but we're not dating it. Yeah, are you immediately like, yeah? Am I fucking raw? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. Came yeah. in a little hot. You, you, you <laughs> <laughs> came in a little. Eh, you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's get right to it. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, not, let's, let's, say, let's, let's say. Let's say. You fuck. 30 times I'm not doing anything you fuck 30 times counting how much you fucked is crazy Listen, you fuck you fuck 30 times and <laughs> I imagine put a and, number on and it. four of those times have been raw First of all, I'm not crazy. believing that. If this you tell me you had sex with a chick 30 times and you only smashed no, the, first, the first 26, I the first 26 was, was Jimmy up. 30 times. <laughs> 26 times jimmied up. Four, four times. I don't no. think no nigga has put on 26 condoms with one I, chick. I have. For sure. 26 condoms? Why, I have no kids to Definitely. date. How do you think no, no, I've no, been no, out No, no, no. You've put here. on 26 condoms in your lifetime. No. 26 with condoms. With one girl? A thousand percent. I am sick. I am. When does trust come in? Jimmy Jenner. 
Hey, what number does trust me Jimmy like, General? Trust no, no, no. no. no I'm trust. a Jimmy Gen- General as well. But I'm just saying, with one girl, not yeah. Birth control. What, it's not a trust thing. Twenty six, twenty six rubbers. Yeah. Is crazy. Well, we, Especially if I'm hitting a couple times with week? inflation right now too. Yeah. How much are condoms? I'm gonna get twenty six condoms and just open them and throw them on the floor and just look at them. You gotta get. You gotta get. How you feel after that? Yo, you live a nasty, nasty life. That's two. That's two. That's two twelve packs. It's not that big. Wow, boy! Packs. If you go through two twelve packs with a chick, bro. What? That, that's a good time, amount of time okay, for me so to what, really feel. What about feel the four out? though? That huh? you was raw. The four. I'm saying the like, four happened after that. So let's say you you went a certain amount. Oh, of time. after okay. twenty six okay. is your time. And then you you're like, started all right. to whatever. We now trust the, comes the in. quarter century mark. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 I get Will it. Will I stay? Yeah. If a girl was to say, "Hey, um, you, I'm, you, I'm seeing you know you're talking to other people, but this might be the one you're trying to. Oh, I'm trying to get there with her. Yeah, she's she's kind of like she's leading the pack. Yeah. Okay. And then she's still. She has up. other guys that yeah. she's dating. Oh, she has other guys. Yeah. I, am I leading the pack? Okay. Yeah. You, you're her she favorite tells guy. You you're leading the pack. Yeah. But she tells you that. Sure. But then you catch her at the. But you're not hitting it raw, so with, you can't be leading the pack. Because the nigga that's leading the pack is not wearing a condom. Let me tell y'all that right now. That might be a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> the nigga that she loves. The only time I ever brag. I've only led the pack. You can't love a nigga. You can't love a chick Y'all through a condom. Y'all condoms. I'm leading the pack. You can't find love through a condom, bro. It's not possible. Bro, you it's cannot it's fall in love with a girl wearing a that's the one barrier love can't break. Does the body, yeah. does the body even count with a rubber on? No, it count. You, you guys are both right. sick, sick individuals. Right, so this wait, is so crazy. Wait. Am, I staying, <laughs> is, am I staying in the situation? Or are you saying, am I promoting are you, are you con- still? Are you continuing to pursue it with the same level? The same of, vigor. Yeah. I got a feeling 85 I, is asking this. He has the answers already. He does. Like he his energy is like, yo, you talking no, to me no, now. I think that. Okay. I think that. The people want to hear these. Yeah, you're right. I think that if. If she is actively seeing and sleeping with other people, and I am actively sleeping with other people at the same time, I'm gonna definitely have to take a stop and take a real good look at this whole situation. Because of monkey pox. Because of shit. her? No, because I'd be like, "Yo, we're both on this. We're both That's doing my this point. Shit. You already were. Yeah. So now because she I know. is, yeah, yeah because, let's, because, let's let's cut the shit. No, now, because we've all been in talking. No, that's what I'm saying. Yo, listen, no, as no, men, no. we can never tolerate that. No, that's what I'm saying. But I, what I'm saying is that knowing that, knowing so that, so basically, you just say you don't, you don't want to know. That's where I was going to go with what the I know. What, 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 what I'm saying is that me it's knowing, me you just knowing don't that, know most of the time, me knowing that, and me doing it at the same time. I think that the two of them together, because I'm already dealing with my own let, conscience. Okay, let me ask you a question. So when me is the dealing last with my time own conscience. You met a woman. Yeah. yeah. You start to get to know her, and that's the only woman you're talking to. The last time in your life. That's the only girl at yes. the time. That's so far. Like there's no, there's no hang. There's no cling like what? Even, I've never done that. Like, <laughs> there's no, hold on. There's no. Ha- there's nothing hanging there's on. There's unlimited texting for a reason. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there's there's a like, Wi-Fi you working to. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I can't remember exactly my yeah, point. It's been a while. So what I'm saying is, if that's talking too seriously, here we go. Or talking too. He's trying to find a semantics. Don't play the semantics. Yes, and you're dating somebody, and you you're dating other women, and then you know she's dating other guys. Yeah. I, no, I've done that. That's what I'm saying. I could, I yeah, could yeah, still I talk to, to burst a, your bubble. Women are talking to other men. Oh, 1,000. That's oh, what I'm trying to say. I could, I, could deal with, I could deal with knowing you talk to other guys, yes. But you can't deal with knowing which part. I'm saying what I would you stop. Wait, wait, wait. You guys. said you could deal with it? I could deal with If it's just a, just a girl start, I start talking to. Okay, yeah, I yeah. I could yeah, deal yeah. with that. Yeah. The reason I'm saying I could de- The reason I'm saying that it, where it becomes a problem is when it's like, Okay, now I'm going to be actively doing this. You're actively doing this. I would probably stop and be like, okay, look, where are we actually headed? 
Oh, you're gonna hit her with the what are we? What are we? Wow, <laughs> wow, that's a very that's yeah. a very uh, no, male Toronto shit. thing. Yeah, no, I would, I would. Are we? Toronto, I would. Definitely, especially if it's the girl that I'm trying to promote to the like you're the only one status. I'm a hundred percent gonna be like, hey, where are we at? But that's a question I'm gonna have with myself first, and then I'm gonna go probably have that with her. Where I'm like, yo, what? What, what if she what tells you oh, we are wherever you wanted to be? So basically, like, if yo, I'm you still dating okay. women, like, women so, love if I promote, so if you promote me, if you promote me to that spot, all these niggas are gone. If you don't, I'm gonna keep letting letting homies smash. That's sad. Let homie smash. No, he she's letting she's him. She's choosing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She. That's what I'm saying. So if she doesn't, she's gonna keep. She's gonna keep talking to the other guy. So you're saying. Yeah, if you don't promote it, yes. so what? If I don't put, if I don't put if her, you in don't that make her wifey. Spot. Yeah, she's gonna keep dating okay. other guys. Um, I hate when women answer with that. Oh, I'll just meet you where you're at. I'm a dirtbag. If you want to meet me where I'm at, to be honest, I'm judging to be you. Honest, to be honest, <laughs> I have to. I have to respect. I'd have to respect that. I'd have to I respect, respect it. it, but I tell her you shouldn't live that way. I have to Don't respect meet it. me at my energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be yeah. yourself. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my energy. That's what I'm Don't, Don't meet me at my energy. Yeah, this is what I'm trying to say. This is themselves. They just don't show it. Mm. They have, they're being themselves. Yeah. They're just not telling you. Yeah. Right. So now you're getting the girls. But it hurts more when you find out, like, if, if, if you, if you feel like you're dating somebody and you don't know that she's dating other guys, if you find out that shit does, like, affect you, it affects the relationship. Yeah. And y'all don't have to be serious. You can pretend like it don't. Because I'll be honest, if I'm, if I'm with a girl and I'm already thinking. you want to know that she has other things going on? I want to know everything. Yes. I do. Oh, so you don't enjoy sleep? <laughs> no, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. No wonder he was the only one I, sleeping on a mattress at the OVO sweatshop. Yeah, he was wide awake thinking about what Shorty was doing. He, 85 got great sleep. He woke up, new lyrics came to him. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's do rag all in the mirror. Like, yo. I'm he trying to act like, I wonder what she's doing right now. If I'm going to promote somebody to that spot and I'm already seeing other people, I'm still kind of seeing other random little things here and there. Yeah. I'm probably having the debate with my conscience when already. To the point where you do what you want to do because you want to do it and not because of what she's doing. Why do you have to give the woman the option? If you don't like the woman's general answer of like whatever you want to do, instead of giving them the option, just be straightforward and say, hey, I'm ready to be with you. What do you want to do? Okay. Versus saying like, well, whatever you want to do, I want to do. So you don't know how the male ego works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God forbid I say, yo, I want to do this. And, and she goes, <laughs> no, no, to be honest, to be I'm honest. fucking mad To be right honest, now. I could do that. I yeah. could do that. And that, that's kind of what I was talking about. When I'm saying, what are we? I mean, like, yo, listen, I see you like this. This is kind of, this is kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go, but it kind of seems like you might still have this and this and this that's going so, on. So Where are you trying to go? Why don't you just come out and say like, yo, it's us right now? No, because I'm not, the, I'm, that's different. That's Why different. is that I'm different? not going to come out and be like, that's yo, it's us. Want. She'll be like, no, nigga, it's not. No, it's not. Actually, no, it's, it's not. him. Like, that's <laughs> my point. Because women are also the, the master manipulators. Yeah, They'll say like, no. oh, he's suffocating me. Yeah, no. I would never come at a girl like that. Not yet. Me personally, I wouldn't do that. I would come at her and say, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Obviously, if you're coming at a girl like that, it's because you already know. I'm not going to say, hey, yo, it's you and me now. She'd be like, okay, okay. Cut the mother, dude. Nah, but you can say, listen. I can be like, look, I want to do I'm, this. I'm feeling you. Like, I feel, listen, I, like, I'm, I, I see you like just this. You I want I. to be you and me. Yeah. That's what, what has, where are you trying to go with this? Yeah, that's the conversation that I would have. Mm. On the other side of that, has a woman ever came to y'all and said, we can no longer do this because I'm taking it serious with another guy? Yeah. No. I've heard that before. Wait, Cause I, what? Because I've straight. We saying all this and like, oh, I'm gonna tell no, this girl, yo, I want it just be you and I. Cut them off. I'm not on that right now. Okay, all right, that's different. Like, if you give I it to her already, like, yo, listen, I'm not. I'm on some other shit right now. We could just have fun, date. You know what I'm saying? See each other from time to time. Then if she's like, yo, listen, there's somebody else I've been seeing. Like, yeah. 
you know, he, things are getting kind of serious. That's your story. I think women are holier than thou because there's been plenty of times that I've gotten ghosted after a chick that I was just fucking like, she doesn't answer my 2 a.m. text anymore. And I'm like, oh yeah, all right. She probably just found the guy that she actually likes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But a woman has never maturely sat me down and like, hey, we can no longer do this because- uh, so Oh no, no, it's not the down. sit downs. <laughs> it kind but of just I, fades. I had, a, like, I had a situation once- but women, are, women just want all this direct shit yeah. and never do it themselves. <laughs> I, I had a situation- Were you guys direct before that? Sure. Come through. Yo, come through. Yo, come through. Come through is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, what you doing tonight? All right, yeah. hit me when you done. Mad direct. Yeah. Not direct. We are directly going to have sex soon. Yeah, yeah. Like, were oh, you direct? Someone I'm like direct as far as we know what time it is. We text each other on Saturdays. And yeah. yo, where you at? No, no, All right, no, if you're I not doing direct, nothing, come through. I mean direct as in she would be like, yo, how many other girls you got? And you're like, I have time to this girl. Da, da, da. Like that type of direct. Sure. Because then they'll be comfortable to do it back. Yeah, no, I've had that conversation before. Like, hey, if you're fucking with someone else, like- I had a STDs, I had a situation shit, where but... where I was with I was with a girl. <laughs> when you having raw sex with someone, you need to have those conversations. No, for sure. I had like, a situation. I'm dead ass. I'm not even trying to be responsible. I'm, I'm not saying. having a bunch of raw sex. I like, had a situation with a girl. I'm not, I'm not having sex with anyone. <laughs> I had a situation with a girl that was my one of my old things, and we we linked back up, and we uh, I don't know why I was in a hotel because I was definitely in Toronto. But we went to a hotel. Oh, one of them little staycations. One of them little. I don't know why yeah. I was in a hotel. I'm trying to think why. But anyways, we went to a hotel, and you know she was kind of like, "I have, I have a man," and she's like, "I guess I'm about to go cheat on my man." She literally said this out loud. It's happened to me too. Right. Sucks. And we, you know, we did whatever. And the next morning, she just kind of was like, "Look, so what are we gonna do? Because this nigga is ready to straight up marry me. Like he's ready to propose." Mm. So, either you step up or I'm gonna just. But yeah. see that see eighty five. I'm gonna look at you when I say this. So so that she was me is, is hurtful because it's like she's oh, basically yeah. saying like he's ready to propose. I don't I really want to be with him. That's, exactly, that's how I interpreted that shit. That's yeah, to the other guy. Him, not to yeah, no, not to him. Yeah. but it's like the other guy. It's like I don't ever want to be the at other some, guy. At some point in life, I feel like a lot of women choose the stability. Of and, course, and the the thing that makes more and sense. I was not stable at that time. Yeah, at all. yeah, which I do understand. Yeah, yeah, so I I get it. I if understand. You, if you got to go with go with where's sure for the, the for sure. Yeah, go with that, the for sure. Listen, I tell girls like go with the for sure. You they, can if you can afford a Lamborghini in New York City, great. But there's potholes. It's not a stable car. Right. Yeah. You have to get it fixed every time. Right. Go get the SUV and mm -hmm. and, some, and, and PI for the rest of your life. Right. If I'm about to if I'm about to <laughs> if I'm about to promote my girl. If I'm about to uh, yeah, I was hoping you would keep like change the adjective, but Sorry, for, for the I was hoping you would do yourself. Listen, I didn't want to correct you. If I'm about to take my if I'm about to take, take a girl that I'm just kind of talking to, and and I like her, and I want to make her the girl that I really fully invest in, and I'm seeing other people, my conscience my conscience is already going to be playing with me mm -hmm. at that point. Okay, so that that's what I was trying to say before, where it's like if my conscience is playing with me with myself, and then her, and then now I'm added in with. Oh, and she has X, Y, Z on the side. Mm -hmm. That's what will make me stop and be like, okay, what are we really going to do? Mm -hmm. And that's a conversation I have with myself. And then I have, I have it with her. I'm, I might come to her and be like, this is what I want to do. Are, are you down to do this? But I'm definitely you say, not. Hey, I want to be your boyfriend. Are you down to be my girlfriend? Yeah. I'm gonna be like, listen, you're. I like I want us to. High, I want us to go here. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> I want us to go here. I want us to go here. What's going on over there? 
Mm. And and what what needs to be said for you to be like, all right, reluctant. And in 2022, is that something you're capable of, period, right now in your life? Daniel? Yes. Yeah. Not not division, Daniel. Is this, is it cap- am I capable of what? Sorry, being in a relationship right yes. now? Yeah. Doing the, hey, I'm your boyfriend. Could I have been during, the, during if, a faithful monogamous relationship? With nobody else. With a girl that's not bi- with a girl that's not this bisexual. Asking for other, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm not. Nobody else. Like, I said faithful I can't, and monogamous. I can't even breathe at nobody else. Like, no. A faithful monogamous situation. Does could me- I be in one right now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you could? Yeah, I could do it. I believe that. I, I believe you could. I believe you could. Yeah. His partner and man's just laughed. I don't know yeah, if you I know. that. No. I could. When you ask a question and somebody's like, so what do you mean by that? It yeah. normally means there's... Yeah, some, some stipulations because, because, like, because uh, you the, just the way you presented it, I was like, it made it seem like you were going to put more and more nah, confines just, on it. Just, just faithful, but yeah, yeah, I could, I could do it. I could do it for sure. <laughs> what that means? Could y'all have created album. this album that's coming out if everyone was faithful and monogamous? At does the, does the content suffer in the music? Like, I think that if we didn't, I think that if we were guys that had never been on the other side of the fence, we wouldn't be able to talk about certain things the same <laughs> What's way. on the other side of the fence? The, 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 side, the, side, the side where we've done things that we can look <laughs> the, back at. The dirtier side like, of the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, with the weeds I've and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've definitely been somebody that's been in a the, long-term- the parks no tax money. Long-term faithful relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've also been somebody that's been in shorter-term- relationships where i stepped out yeah i've done both mm-hmm. you know i i understand what it takes to do one that's why that's why i say i can because i've successfully done it in my life i know where that mental and space so is you would do that right now i must yeah i but, could do that but did it end, would i did, do that right everybody now? can but did it end oh, for well, non-monogamous reasons did it did, did it end because of non-monogamous reasons if no, that's a word my you know what to be honest i've never i've ne- a girl's never left me so even when I oh, you fucked up, shit off, you're here coming out of shit talk. Get your shit off. This <laughs> girl Christ. has never left me. Get I, your shit I, off. I have fucked up and it's created terrible situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we worked through it mm-hmm. and ended up a girl's breaking, never left breaking never up. never let her leave. Because there's a difference. What do you mean? What the difference is. I still never left. I'm not no, holding no, no. them physically. No, no, no. no, no. I don't mean like that. Monster, you're making me. Because every guy knows there's a point in a relationship where they might come at you, come at you with certain ultimatums and you're like, okay, I'll fix that. Okay, I'll. Mm-hmm. So you mean that has happened? I love the fact that this has turned into like y'all two. Like <laughs> that's why I'm trying to shut like up. 85 yeah, I'm getting to know Daniel a little more. I'm I love, trying to understand it. So you're saying that did she put new stipulations on me that I had to meet? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Don't cheat. Mm. So th- I I feel like when you say it like that, it's like. Oh, anybody can kind of say is, that. This is what I'm saying. I the girl that have I y'all ever fucked the same girl once. Once. Oh. Who fucked first? Thank you. I'm glad you asked that. I'm messy. Why did I understand? I I, I, I did. Is that a badge? Did he know? So, so, you want it back? So did you? <laughs> well, I was mad. I, I was mad. This is you. This is I the trailer. I asked him when you did it. No, no, no. This is weird. That's weird. But I literally asked <laughs> Hold him. On. Like, yo, you got a problem with my nigga. Yeah. That's me. No, yeah. no, no. Here's what happened. Okay, tell me what happened. <laughs> Who was she to you? Absolutely. Yeah, she was a ting. See? This is my point. I just wanted, that's just what I, I want to ask. I, 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 my bad for interrupting you. I just want to know. Daniel I need to get some absolutely context. Absolutely a queen. great friend yeah. that we crossed the line. Okay. It wasn't, I wasn't super emotionally involved. You, okay. you intended for friendship and then it just got. We crazy. started as a friend, real shit. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I already knew it wasn't somebody that was super special, whatever. She starts Whoa. throwing. <laughs> he just no. said that it was his bestie. She was my bestie. You saw it. It's his bestie and a Tessie. She starts throwing me a certain vibe. 
so I hit him. I'm like, yo, what's up with you and so-and-so? Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, nothing. I'm like, you sure? He's like, nah, nothing. Why? I'm like, because she's throwing it at me. And I'm just wondering, before I even think of going down yeah, that road, yeah, yeah. he's like, nah, it's cool. She's not going to do it anyways. Oh, nah. I hope That's he don't get it. Is that what you said? Now I That's know where the lie. name Division oh, came from. Now we're going to have <laughs> the real Division. The real Division, just, division just happened. Okay, so she is the line. She's the line. I don't recall any of this. Story. Anytime this, a dude says, I don't recall. I don't recall any of this. Because you said, you said she's not going to do it. No, I think that. No. For you know what? We have to talk with her. camera. Because the reason why, the reason why I was. I remember, and the reason why I stopped, we all remember why. You stopped what? Where I stopped. I only, mind you, this someone, this happened. This is like 10 years. One, no, no, one and a half times, so. though. Like, I didn't, I didn't what really. Was, what was the half? What was the half? Like, like <laughs> I just. I think I understand. Matter of fact, I, I, I barely, I barely, I, I can't even say one time. Like, literally both times, I stopped. Okay. Didn't even finish. Okay. Okay. Why? Cut. <laughs> yeah. I just I do want to end the so rest anyways, of the story though. Yeah, to continue, mm-hmm. he he literally says to me, "I didn't say that to you. you. Said, yes, you did. I, I didn't say that to you. Yes, you did. Let's agree to yeah, disagree and move on with the Go story." Ahead. He's like, "She's not going to do it anyway. She's just playing around." Uh-huh. I'm like, "Oh, cool, but I, I think mm, she is." Maybe I did say that. Maybe I did. I'm, I'm, it's okay. Real, 85 don't have lying eyes. Like I gotta be uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, eyes, I, maybe I said. Maybe I said like she's. Oh, she 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 stays like that. She stays flirting. Da, 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 da. Mm. And I was like, I don't nah, think I said she's not gonna do it. I think I was probably like playing it off. Like mind you, I I I wasn't messing around with her for months. Or mm. this Which okay. and we all so know fine. the girls that is just flirts that will flirt right. with anybody. Yeah, 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 not fuck. That, that does right. exist. Yeah. So go ahead. And I was like just trying to give him some bail for a little bit. I was like, nah, she's she's throwing in a different way. Nah, she sent me some nudes. Yeah. No, in my head, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, I can tell this is more than her just playing around. So I said to him, mm-hmm. "You sure?" He's like, "Whatever." Yeah. Literally, just and he's, 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 he's adding sauce right What's now. The sauce? There wasn't. You sure? Are you sure, my nigga? Are you sure? You sure? You're good with, yeah. you sure you're good with this? No, you're good with what? If I do what I'm you going to do, if I rearrange so I, did her I bring furniture, it to you? <laughs> you you said to if me, if I do it to completion, you asked, yeah, like, <laughs> that, 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 that I'm going to finish. All you said you to didn't me finish. was, <laughs> all you asked me was, if I'm still talking to her, you might have mentioned that she was being whatever, and I said, oh, I might have mentioned he was you being knew a good I friend. Gonna, I didn't know you were going to do that. So no. you did. Why I, am I asking? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Moving forward, it's moving forward. It happens, and then. Later on, he's like, oh, whatever happened with that? I'm like, yeah, I did that. He's like, what? You didn't tell I me? I thought you didn't tell. I thought you tell me. I'm like, what? I understand. Wanna, I understand. Wait, really I understand why he feel like you, 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 you could have or you should have told him because it's like we, we spoke about it. So you should at least tell him like when it went through. That, okay. That's but, how I feel. But. 85 could like, say, you just told me you didn't care? Yeah. I, I, not I that he, like I don't think I, he, it wasn't he cares, a care, but it's kind of like, yo, we, you, you didn't even tell me? Like, you didn't even like, yo, like, yo, yeah, nah, like, you know what I mean? We, we, we linked why, up. Why, why are you making me, you, you, it's so far after. Like, the girl came back, tried to spin the block on me. After she was with 85? Yeah. Oh, see, that's why you got to tell him. So that's what I'm I didn't know that she spun the block on him. No, but that's I, what I'm saying. That's why you got to tell him. Me telling him was me asking him. I wasn't asking him unless I was going to do it. Oh, okay. All right, huh? I see. I, I said, yeah. me asking you what was 85, up. 85, no, he going to finish. <laughs> no, you see what I'm saying? He he's, like, he's, like, he's like, me asking what was up is me basically telling you no. I'm going to do this. Did JD write same girl? If you had told me. I think 85 wrote same girl. No, if you had told me there was an issue, I would have left it alone. Yeah. You were like, nah, There would have been no issue. There would have been no issue. In my if he came up to me and was like, yo, how do you feel about so-and-so, whatever? I'm like, nah, it's cool. So whatever. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'd be like, yeah, he did it. 
Oh, that's so you would assume I, that he already is. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. not that type. I'm not that way. Yeah, I would I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll be like, I want to see how foul this got. At any point during your interactions with the young lady before or after, was Daniel's name ever brought up? No. With that lady? Yes. No. What could that not? Did I, she at any point be like, hey, just can you just not tell Daniel about this? No. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I never asked that question. That's good. Because no. I don't because we don't want no division between divisions. Yeah. I, I feel like because then it gets foul. I feel like yeah. it would have got weird. Like it, it definitely would have been a absolutely. Was it was it multiple times? It was a couple times. Look at Danny Dan's like I got a new record I'm about to write. <laughs> well, here's the weird part. <laughs> me and the girl were really cool too. She actually ended up she giving would, me a, a job. Was she, I, her, was she I, your friend before mine? Maybe. Might have been. Oh, the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might have been. Like, we were just first. all cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. So yeah. it wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't anything that I, care, I cared yeah. about. He I knew I didn't to, care, so it was, it was yeah, fine. I used to but. do um, photography downtown on my way back. I would just slide through. I get it. I get it, yeah. Now, listen, little, the good slide through was shoulder rub, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, um, long day holding a camera. I will ask because, uh, <laughs> because we're gossiping like men. In the rap world, I see all these rappers fuck the same girl. Not to say y'all know, but you guys hang out with R&B singers. Mm-hmm. Is that the same way in the R&B world? Because I judge yeah. these rappers. Yeah. It's the only judgment I think I have in my life. Yeah. Why are y'all all fucking the same girl? The Not only guys? that, we're, we're doing that with the R&B guys, girls, and the rappers, girls. I was great to say, I think women now are just, you know, the ones that, the star chasers. I don't think they I know are, anybody that's been with an R&B guy. You don't know a single girl that's been with an you that guys are Eskimo brothers. What are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all are Eskimo we just brothers. Told, we just yeah. talked about. No, you do know one. <laughs> okay, I know one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in your group. <laughs> no, I mean like other R and B guys. I don't think I know any. Like you mean girls that you're talking to? Yeah, they're like with an R&B like they were with so and so. Yeah, I've never talked. I don't. Not that I know of. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. You seem to know who's with who. <laughs> See. <laughs> but um, Toronto is known is for me is one of my cities where it's known for the women, just beautiful women in Toronto. As an R and B group producer, singer, songwriter in your city, the success of the group, how has it changed with the women that you used to see around the city that were like the hot girls? Like, damn, she's she's beautiful. Like, where is it at now? Are these girls like friends now? You have better relationships. You with hang the, out more with the girls that I were the, the hot, hot girls, girls in Toronto, yeah, like the, the pretty girls in Toronto. So at, all wait, of them. So what you asking? Yeah, we were always what, what's the, the, what's the question? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, since the success of Division, since yeah. are they cool? Are, are the they girls in cool? Toronto are they trying to be cooler? With yeah, like, now? but the ones that you know, like back in like five years ago, ten years ago, they weren't going to. Wasn't at no me? conversations? Yeah. No. He said in the song, "I was lit when you met me." Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I'm not okay. No, yes, hold on. Let me not. I'm not going to say it like that, but. In my life in history, and I think, anyways, in my life in history, usually the girl that I actually wanted was the girl that I I, I got. Okay. Um, there are other all R and B. There are other women. No, I'm being honest. I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, there's b- plenty of beautiful women to say that I don't know or didn't yeah. have anything to do with. Mm-hmm. But do they all of a sudden now become like, oh, we want to hang around now? Ah. You know what? I guess I guess that's hard to tell because I think before there was nothing really to hang around. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the cities changed in general. Okay. So now people know like those are divisions guys. Those are, that's the division crew. Mm-hmm. That's oh, okay. whatever. That's like so, it's kind of like they kind of know 
now. Whereas before, if you're talking about five, six years ago in Toronto, that wasn't even a thing. There wasn't any of that. Okay. There was the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's you know? not true. Drake, like, there was OVO and EXO. Drake's been out okay, here for saying Besides that, besides OVO, it's, it's been like they monopolized kind of, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think now people, there's a lot more things going on. People know, oh, th- those are Tories guys. Those are mm-hmm. so-and-so's people. That's mm-hmm. parties people. That's, oh, they hang with the weekend EXO mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all those things are, are, are happening. So I think that that's created... It now being a way more like, oh, the girl that's at the EXO's things are now wanting to come over to Division's house party thing. Gotcha. We're getting that kind of vibe, Sounds I Sounds like a Rico case. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting that kind of vibe a little bit more. But to be honest, I think the women in the city, we're having a different experience than a lot of other cities. Because what it is, is like, you guys feel like, and I feel like I feel, I've even heard you guys say this, like, you know, Toronto was discovered with Drake, no, I think Drake. I mean, for people, I that think did Drake know. Uh, ruined Toronto because it was a gem. It was a right. it was a fucking gem. So now, now everyone that, knows about it. So now <laughs> it that everybody knows the women have changed. Yeah, they have access because now, now they realize. Oh, yeah, they know their worth. We're gems. Yeah, they know their worth. Hey, when women know their worth. As someone that loved Toronto pre-Drake. I felt like fuck, man. Why'd you have to tell everyone about the greatest city in the fucking world? Yeah. So it's it's different. The we they know now, and that's I mean, if you go back to our September fifth album, that's actually what we're writing the song Angela about. The song on there called Angela. Is everyone, that her name? The girl between the two of you? No. Oh, okay. That's actually the city of Toronto. Gotcha. That mm. was a metaphor. A metaphor for the girl that the y'all girl that was the pretty girl <laughs> no. in class that no one ever recognized. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like Toronto has been. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the women feel like that. Mm-hmm. Where now, but now that they recognize their, their whole vibe is different. Yeah. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. they they moved completely different than they did five years ago. They're now oh, completely aware. Like I can get flown out by whoever mm-hmm. at any given time. So, how many? Uh, how much of an influence does Drake have in the creative process for Division? As far as like, if you record a project and you feel like your project is done, is he somebody that you want to hear the project and, and get his feedback from? We always would want him to hear it. Um, I think that we, we're pretty internal with our process. Like For the most, part. most of the part, the only person we've ever let into this process, like in any kind of real way, to be honest, is Jermaine this, on yeah. this album. Mm. Usually we go in the studio, it's just me and him. We do what we feel. Mm-hmm. You know, we let, we pass it around. Whoever, oh, okay, cool. You know, 40's got it. So-and-so's got it. So-and-so's got mm-hmm. it. Okay, cool. But we're already like, mm-hmm. we're already, which is the beauty, I think, of, of Division is like, we're, we're, we're pretty self-contained. You know, I have the hit-making platinum super producer mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm out here trying to be the king of R&B, mm-hmm. right? So I don't really, we don't really need much else. Mm-hmm. Now, people have brought things to the table that I'm super thankful for. Like Jermaine has brought things to the table that I'm super, super thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other people that we've collaborated with bring things to the table that we're super thankful for. But I think that our formula and our process, we've always kept internal. It's not just whether it's Drake or 40 or anybody. It's like literally anybody, like mm-hmm. the, even the girls around us, the friends, the family, no one hears our stuff. We kind of just lock in, do it and, put it out and then we'll see what happens. Is that kind of how the label runs with OVO? Um, I think everybody's got different relationships. It's all, it's all different. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Because it's, it's been a very interesting label 
to watch from the outside looking in, just as a consumer. Yeah, Again, like I, I don't really know too much, but you know, I loved Majid when they came out. Obviously, we love Party. But I love we've seen, Majid. I love that. Like, I, it's just been it's been weird ups and downs. I feel like with the artists that have been signed to OVO, and as far as the involvement OVO has had, and I don't want to say care because I'm sure they care, but it has felt more so a stepping stone for an artist just to get to another place rather than to build the label that is OVO. I think the thing that the outside outside world can't see is it's a very freedom and creative based label. Mm -hmm. So it's always been about like, you have the freedom to do what you want to do creatively, make those decisions. Mm -hmm. If you want us to weigh in, We'll weigh in. If you don't, we won't. Like our, our first album was completely done before we even signed to OVO. Yeah. Forty's like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Want to mix yeah. it and put it out. Mm -hmm. That that was the conversation. Mm -hmm. So there's never really been that type of um, influence on our albums. But for instance, I was just at Roy Wood's listening party on the weekend. I spoke to him and he's like, yo, me and, me and Drake been going back and forth on this album so much. I really love like his direction he's given me on this. Mm. And what's funny is outside looking in, people would think Drake forgot about Roy Woods. Yeah. I'm saying consumer-wise. I'm not saying what like, the truth yeah, is because no, I know people and, are sensitive. But I think each artist has their own relationships with different people within the label. Mm. You know, Magic Jordan's really close with 40. So 40's always okay. super involved with their stuff. Mm -hmm. Party's super tight with Drake when it comes to his albums and how they share music and how they go yeah. back and forth. Mm -hmm. With us, we're cool with everybody, but we sort of just did our own thing. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, we were like, oh, yo, the album's done. Do you hear it yet? Okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's, yeah. Because we're just like in our own bubble. But Which process do y'all enjoy more? With JD being more hands on, more involved, or Drake being more laid back? If y'all want me to give my opinion or y'all want me to hear it and, and give you some, you know, guidance, whatever, I'm here for it. If not, I totally trust y'all to do what y'all are doing. I'm I'm down for for both, you mm -hmm. know, because I, I do see the the benefits of both. Okay. You know, like I see how there's certain things that just the two of us have to just be the two of us to get yeah, to. Yeah. But there's certain things that as just the two of us, we're not gonna get there. Okay, got you. You one, know what I mean? Like, like, I say, one 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 thing about this album is again, which I guess plays into if I get caught, is the album is in story form. Right. And so a big part of that is the idea of being able to take people on an actual like point A to point Z, or at least point A to point F, if that's what it's going to be, journey, which Jermaine really helped um, understand and cultivate that, which mm -hmm. is why why we started off with that record, because that, it's like, people like, oh, Division, they gave us the crying in the rain R&B, or they, they do, the, you know, wow, where's the begging, and we mm -hmm. wanted this, and we're, or we're used to this, whatever it might be. It's like, how do you want me to get to the crying in the rain part of the story without showing you why you cry. Right. right. Until Just, I cheat. Yeah. I, until <laughs> right. until no, some, I get it. Until you see some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the chapter one is that, which is if I get caught, like that whole, that the reason why we started with that is because that is, that is the height climatic moment of the ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
You know, this is how it feels. Mind you, I'm not saying I'm cheating. I cheat on you. Deal with that. That's Mm -hmm. not, which is how I think people sometimes hear it. Right. Because they're hearing the chanting and it's. Right. But what it is, is because it's people, it's people's triggers to certain words. Mm -hmm. Inability to actually go through conversation Mm -hmm. that just makes you lash out against it. Right. But after it starts to really catch you and you're like, I kind of like the song though. Let me see what he's saying. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when the song actually really gets to hit. And I think it's hitting with the quote unquote city boys and the, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that demographic of people and even the city girls, uh, because as a record that is mainly about the ego, when you're in your ego, the most chances are is when, you know, you're with the squad, you're dressed up, you got mm-hmm. the bottle. That's why you see people right. singing so- in the clubs or doing whatever, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> that's when you feel the, mo- that's when you feel that way. You're yeah. feeling yourself the most. Yeah. And I think that cheating is more of an act of trying to prove that prove to almost to yourself how much you're feeling yourself mm-hmm. or give it's, yourself a reason to feel yourself. Right. Yeah, it's to you feel know? coveted. It's to feel, feel like you're wanted. Yeah, <laughs> feel desired, feel whatever. Feel wanted. Cheat because, you know, I, he, he made me feel wanted. I, after we dropped the record, a girl DM, and I love this relationship with my fans, uh, everybody out there, Division fans, if you guys, when you guys message like understand, like we love that we have this connection. So keep it up. But um no, we have to tell them. I like real, No, real, real, real. Because they say some stuff that's super vulnerable. They they feel yeah. like they can just yeah. talk to us like that, right? So that Twitter after, space thing was 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 great. Yeah, after it cut it off at really, the right really, time, really, though, because it was great to get. <laughs> it was, it was great to get really crazy. But after we dropped the record, I had a girl DM me and say, "Hey, look, I love this song. Super banger. Sounds like a hit. Da 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 da. But I can't play it in the house. I cheated on my husband." Wow! <laughs> Look how uh, insensitive women are. Like, y'all couldn't hear not the, in that wow. laugh, baby. Dude just laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, she's faithful, by the way, baby. She, uh, I was gonna ask if it was her that DM'd you. <laughs> <laughs> Damaris, that's you. Yes. Anyways, so um, yeah, she said I cheated on my husband, and he took me back. Mm-hmm. And just out of curiosity, I said, "Yo, do you mind if I ask, like, you know, why why did you cheat?" And she was like, "You know." I um I had I I I just finished having kids and you know I wanted to feel sexy and I wanted to feel desired and one of my old flings he started you know messaging me and asking for selfies and things that made me feel attractive and sexy and I you know I I I knew I was going back to my old town and I I knew I was going to do it and I did and the moment I did it I didn't feel no better but I totally understand because I didn't stop loving my husband. I just need, I just did something to make me feel yeah. good in the moment. Impulse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like that, that, that's exactly what I'm talking Can about. Can you direct those DMs to me so I could like respond? Yeah, no problem. I got you. What is it? Mall at AOL or something like that? Mall at AOL. <laughs> AOL.com, yeah. Hotmail.com. I um, like, you dirty scoundrel. Just, <laughs> I'd have let her uh, have it in that DM. On the uh, JD, question to both of you with adding JD and Brian Michael Cox to this entire mix. What has that balance been like as far as dealing with two legends, but also knowing your music and two your... very humble legends too. For sure. And I love the fact that JD still actually goes to the club and goes in the DJ booth with the record, like with and, all that he's accomplished. It's and crazy. not living in yesteryear. Like, yeah. yeah, I did confessions, but I'm trying to fuck with the young yeah. shit right now and, mm-hmm. and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, in the studio, have, has that been a weird balance going like, all right, these are two legends that I should take advice, but sometimes I know I'm right. How has that been as far as working with the two of them? 
I should take advice, but sometimes I know. No, that that, that like, balance like that knowing that you, there you know you guys are division. You've been doing right this shit by ourselves. Their opinion on something. And at this point, you're dealing with two legends that I know both of you have looked up to. We all have, and I'm sure there's been cases where you felt both of you guys were right, and they were like, "Nah, do it this way." And you're like, "All right, that's a legend," but I know this. This is my group. At y'all know division. Mean, pretty good with that. Yeah, fortunately, we got to a place where. There's a Jermaine mutual trying trust. to be like, yeah. all right, yo, I'm, okay, okay, you could do it like that. Okay, I just kind of see what you're saying. He's good with that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think makes it so that way he fits into what we're doing yeah. on this album so right. Because besides the fact, besides the actual music part, there's like a there's a legitimate brotherhood now. Like this is literally like my my big bro now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we feel a cert, a different level of connection and and a level of trust. So there's times where he's in there writing a record for somebody else, and he'll be like. Hey, you know, come here. Like, I don't know, fix this part, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, he trusts me with that. Mm-hmm. Jermaine has never sat down and just penned a record for me and handed it to me. Okay. You know, he's never done that because mm-hmm. he's like, no, you got it. I know, right. I know what you- He wants to include you, you in the you process. I'll, I'll over, nah, that line right there, mm-hmm. ah, if, is that the hook? It ain't hooky enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might do that. Mm-hmm. What if it's like this? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. 85 has always done with me. Right. You know, he'll be like, oh, I don't know. The hook feels like it needs something bigger. Okay. You know, he's a great uh, uh, assistance in the writing game um, because of his perspective as a, as a producer and as a song creator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think JD kind of takes that same approach, which is why he probably has as many hits as he does, mm-hmm. is because he probably fits into so many different, whatever the situation yeah. is, yeah. and is able to like, Adjust to what's going on. Adjust and maneuver. We've never kind of butt heads where we're kind of like, no, mm-hmm. I gotta say, ooh, baby, right. you drive me crazy. I think right. we've and had. Like, nah. <laughs> we've also, I think we've also had um, the comfort in the studio where we all have been wrong and can come back and be like, yeah, I, remember that thing I told you to switch? I listened to it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was wrong right. as fuck. <laughs> You know, and we've all done that. That's all the time. But that's more times than good shit. As a creative, though, yeah, for sure. Because you have to even even in his position where you know he's been the hit maker for thirty plus years. There's times he'll come back and be like, "Nah, remember that thing I said to do with the drums? Stupid. That shit sucks." Yeah. Yeah. You know, that takes a lot for a creative to like get to that point. That's a whole different level of like understanding yourself in in like that studio space. That's why outside the studio is so important. With like mm-hmm. leaving with bounces because it's something about the studio that creates an environment where you feel like you're right. You're just playing music so loud. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds Everything like sounds good. The energy Everything is different. sounds, yeah. You go home, you play it in your car, you yeah. play it in your phone. Yeah. You're like, what? nah, this, this is the stupidest yeah. idea I ever had. Exactly. <laughs> trash, straight trash. Exactly. I heard Eminem still walks around like after he records, he walks around with like a Walkman. Oh, to feel mm. And like those type, not no special, like the, the, the regular bullshit cushion to see if it headphones is. and listen to it. Because our, I think our biggest thing has always been the phone test. Yeah. Well, always be like, yo, to pass the phone test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it does, then. I do the av- MacBook and phone. The mm-hmm. average person is listening on a phone. Right. So it doesn't matter how big the studio yeah. is. Right. You in there and it sounds amazing. They play it on their phone. It sounds like ass. Then mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what you did in the studio. Oh, and right. you got to think with cars because so many people that make some of the bigger records have cars that have great sound systems that mm-hmm. it's almost like the studio to yeah. some degree. Mm-hmm. I take my mother's 2014 Mazda, drive around the block. Is can this work in a, a average car? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it doesn't sound the same. What's the uh, out of all the projects that y'all have done and put out? What is the one that y'all didn't y'all thought it would be received differently than it was? I'm using her feelings. Uh, the last one, which is actually the one I called in the, on the pod about. Yeah. Um, 
because of the pandemic, it it kind of just changed everything. We made a whole bunch of music that we felt like, okay, this is perfect. We've toured. We know what people want. We're going to be outside. It's summertime. Da, 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 and the world was yeah. locked up in the house. Definitely mm-hmm. got out of your slower comfort zone. Yeah. And, and started doing different things. Started showing you the different spots and different rooms that we had, things that we could do. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a bad time for that. Mm-hmm. Even though people still... Love the album. I was going to say, I think that album is pretty revered, even with the pandemic, it, especially as it's it's aged really well. I guess I just feel like without the pandemic, it, it would have gone. It, gone. it was underexposed. Yeah, yeah. It was underexposed. It. Exactly. it definitely could have reached way more places. People. But I'll say the same thing about the Thai album. I think that album was also received extremely well. But just, oh, the, oh, the, yeah. the joint the, album, the Thai the album. Mixtape, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got. I think it was just a weird place too, coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, just having to get music out, and I understood it was all. Where that, it was all. It's all timing with that. Yeah. Um, what I love about what we're doing right now is because the first song has caused this much of a conversation. It's like, and we know everything else that we have is like exactly everything you guys have been like dying for from r&b mm-hmm. it's that's, like that's why i was laughing at all the reactions to this of like oh it's fucking toxic r&b division did it i'm like i've heard the album it's what you guys want yeah, I, like the, yeah. I like i like the video that you um posted the other day at, at the studio in the um in, in the gym and you were singing mm. the lyrics if i get caught and mm-hmm. one girl commented and said okay now this, this is the type of r&b i'm talking about <laughs> the first joint you, you just y'all just put out me and my husband was kind of like and, yeah. and everybody was like it's the Including same. He was like, it's the same record. It's just I just sang an acapella. acapella. Like you, now you can hear <laughs> what the I'm lyrics. Saying. I right. went to. What's so funny you mentioned that? It's a really weird tangent. Uh, like I don't know, five or six years ago, I went to a foreign exchange show the same weekend as Summer Jam, and they're like a neo soul band, and they they attract that type of crowd. And they did the same experiment in the middle of their set. They did every single that would have been popping at Summer Jam in a neo-soul singing way, like, like mm-hmm. ignorant fucking Soldier Boy type records. Right. And everyone was like, this is amazing. It was like, you realize I just did the top 10 <laughs> Billboard hits. <laughs> so exactly. people just want to hear shit the way they want to hear it. Yeah. It's not really the it's, content. But it's like you said, people were caught up in the sample. Then when they heard the beat, you know, it was that. And it, it kind of just turned into something else. But then when they hear the lyrics... It's like, oh, okay. And then now I see uh, some some artists have put out some responses, some responses. Yeah, every day, uh, they, they every, take day yeah. every day, uh, <laughs> every day, every day we see people you, literally online just pulling back their comments mm-hmm. now. And that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm extra sure that like Twitter is not a real space, a mm-hmm. real place. Because like everybody, people, so many people are like, I, I tried to fight it as long as I could, guys. I fucking love this song. I don't yeah. want to tell you guys. It's catchy. You know, it's, it's, a it's, super catchy. <laughs> it's a good record. So when is the uh when is the album coming? Or, or are we are we going with another single before the album? We're definitely going with another single. We're rolling out the story, mm-hmm. and people just you know gotta gotta have fun with this one while while we're while it's you know it's hot and it's it's moving the topic of conversation. But um, chapter two is definitely already there, ready to go. We're about to shoot the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it picks up you know where where sometimes your ego leaves you mm. i think because daniel and maul were dirtbags in the first video i think 85 and i for the second one mm-hmm. should show like married raising our children you know going you, to church you mean, <laughs> you mean basley <laughs> bailey <laughs> 
Basely. Basely. Relax. <laughs> is that the idea? That's the treatment? Yeah. It's just it's you guys raising 80, kids. 85 and I, we going to church with our wives and kids. Yeah, that ain't going, that ain't going to stir up nasty. Yeah. I'm all something back in for yeah, you guys. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do something else behind, behind that. But, oh, um, fuck who, my treatment. Who are some of the features on the, uh, on the album? To be honest with you, that's the last, that's one of the last pieces before we actually tie this whole album up. We're going to see what features we can get on a couple of records that we have. Mm. Um, the only one I can give you guys, which we told you guys before, we told you last time, I think at the, the, uh, was the B, what was the BT thing? Oh yeah. BT. Oh, the BT yeah. uh, radio yeah. room. We got, we got, we do have Jagged Edge already on one of the records, mm -hmm. um, which is in one of my, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, and crazy enough, they're like, pretty sure them and Usher are like the only two artists that I like ever sang like in a talent show like their songs that's for Jagged Edge and, and, and Usher which are now like you know I can JD, reach yeah. out and holler at them whenever right. which is dope um, but no they um, the only other features are are to be determined you know we have who we want in mind but hopefully, and hopefully they do it mm. but you know we gotta see you know the music businesses well I mean you know I love the fact that we did this but like, I think we need to like have like an off mic talk around. Yeah, this we're project. going to victory later, right? Yeah, there we, go. we gotta have an off mic talk about this project. But I am happy um, that you put out the uh, the record that you put out, and everybody reacted to it, whether it was negative or positive. I just love the fact that they reacted. I love the division that y'all caused uh, for for the what seemed like a week, right? That was all over like Twitter. Still, Everybody, still going. Oh, yeah, like it's, it's still, still going. going. Because oh. what, what's crazy too, thing too about it is you, you, we're seeing the, the hypocrisy in a lot of people too. We're going to see course. the double standards in men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to see the hypocrisy because women are now like, yeah. As soon as they hear the woman response, there's the woman saying ten ten times more toxic things than I'm saying. For sure, mm -hmm. and they're like, yes, yeah, em empowerment. Now I love this, right? And I'm like, right. oh wow, okay, yeah. so oh, yeah. okay, I get I get what's mm -hmm. going on, mm -hmm. which is great because I think that all of this is bringing parts of ourselves to the table that we need to actually have some real conversations about if we're ever going to progress. Right. So it's forced the, the culture to have a conversation. It's ringing out in these, these clubs and these parties and, you know, radios already picked it up. So it's, it, it's great that it's, it started off the way that it did. And, you know, it, it, it sets the tone for, for a good story. For sure. All right. Well, if there's any other shit y'all want to get off, before we do part two when the album comes out? Yeah, all you R&B niggas. Like, no, no. <laughs> Just somebody uh, in R&B. Come on, who can't Y'all was at the Verses. I, I saw we, we were all in LA. I, we weren't there, but you were at, went, yeah. Did you go to the Verses as well? Yeah, yeah. How, like, honestly, like, how did y'all feel hearing some of them dudes live like that we used to really think was like, yo, this was the shit. Well, this, is the, this is my thing. In all of the Verses, I feel like, in all of the Verses, I feel like we know who is who and what's what we should prior to the verses mm -hmm. some of the people that i see people killing for certain things i'm like did you really believe ever that this was something different prior to that's the brother confuses me yeah but you make music they don't you yeah i guess yeah, so, like, so for me it, it wasn't no, a, it's not shock it's not shocking because it's different you, lines. even i knew like uh, some people hit me was like yo i didn't know that so-and-so couldn't really sing i didn't know that so-and-so like, and i'm like how did you not know yeah, that? how did you not hear that yeah like i'm saying so-and-so who well, I, I won't say because I didn't. I'm not the one that said it. But, but. what I will say is those four guys, uh, RSVP, Ray J, RSVP, Ray J, Sammy, Pleasure Bobby P, Valentino, by Valentino, like 
those guys, one, all have records that we love. For sure. And they all contributed to an, a great night in the culture. Great night of entertainment. Great night of entertainment. It was a great night of entertainment. Salute to, salute to all of them. And you they, know? Need I look goddamn, at them all they need a reality things. show after that. Well, they they have one. They definitely have one coming. I'm, I'm positive. Yeah. Exactly. They, they need by that. WAC 100. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. It sounds I'm crazy in. at first, but did then you it's see like, Ray J? Did you see Ray J's um, thing where he's trying to sell... Everything. Uh, <laughs> was it ice cream or a burger? Some, something, something, something. And fries. Something, something. You didn't see that? that? No. He did a whole slogan. I didn't catch the jingle. This I'm is sorry. after. Yeah, this is after the verses. So Ray J, I already know what it is with him. Like he's- He got a play He's coming. a marketing genius. Of course. He's an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And he knows that he has a personality and a vibe and, you know, music running through his bones. So he's just going to make it make it do what it do. He's going to make it work. You know what I mean? Am I expecting him to go up there and be- Michael Jackson every day, you right? Know, you know why are we why why are we doing that? You know, right. shout out shout out to Ray J, shout out to Pleasure P, Sammy, Bobby V, all of them. Omarion and the Watermelon came to our our single release party the other day in, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I, looked, I looked across the, the 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 club and I saw Pleasure P, Bobby Valentino, and Ray J, and I was like, "What? The verses is here?" You should have said, "Where's Sammy?" <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> the verses is here. <laughs> I don't know. Part I don't know, two. Get the mics. I don't know where Sammy was actually. Sammy, where, where are you at? Um. All right, man. Well, look, we're going we're gonna to definitely make sure we, we sit down and, and chop it up again once the album drops. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe we come to Toronto. Yeah, maybe or wherever we are at the time. Yeah, wherever y'all are. Like. I might be. Who knows? Miami. Having a very consistent week. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go wherever eighty five is going because I want to be pretty consistent. Pretty consistent. All right, y'all. That was division. Uh, we'll check y'all another time. This has been another episode of New Rory and Mall. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. Yeah. No one. Truth is, if I get caught cheating, that don't mean I don't.